Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. This is an emotional week for the people of Boston. We are broadcasting from WGBH in Boston this week to mark the one-year anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing. Boston Police Commissioner William Evans is with us now. And a question for everybody today in this community. How does your experience of the tragedy a year ago affect your approach to the events of this week? Commissioner Evans was one of the first responders on the scene after bombs went off on April 15th. Commissioner Evans, welcome. Welcome, John. What was that like? You were barely done running the race yourself when you were helping the victims. Yeah, you know, I'm a big marathoner. I've done Boston Marathon 18 times, so... You know, coming, you look it. Yeah. <laughs> coming up Hereford Street onto Boylston, it was a beautiful day. Crowd was great. You know, I finished. My wife and my son, Will, were there and couldn't ask for a more picture-perfect day. And, and I went home, and all of a sudden I was in the hot tub and at an athletic club, and, and one of my officers ran in and said two bombs went off. And, I, I, you know, it, it's something I'll never forget. I'm like, that can't happen here in the city. And the whole way there, you know, I, I shot in my car, went home, got dressed, got right back into work. And the whole way there, I remember saying, you know, I hope it's just a transformer or something. Because we've had several transformers blow up in that Copley Square area. But when I went on Boylston Street and seeing the destruction and seeing the bodies, it's something that was surreal to me because an hour earlier I had run down that street. And so then obviously I had to put my work hat on and... You know, I think I stayed there and worked for a good 41 straight hours before I went back home, you know. You ran a marathon, you went home, relaxed for a minute, and then became a sprinter for the next 41 hours. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, people say, you know, how did you do it? I think it was pure adrenaline. Initially, you know, coming coming out of the hot tub, you know, that that can be tough, but, you know, the the adrenaline just kept me moving. What did we learn about the Boston PD? What did we learn about? the feds, the FBI? What did we learn about all the cameras around us that week? And then what did the people of Boston learn about each other, do you think? Well, I, I think we all learned that us being familiar with the FBI and the state all paid dividends that day. We had done a lot of training over the last couple of years in scenarios, what if a, something like this happened? And all our outside agencies participated in that as well as the hospitals did. So when the bombs went off, we knew each other's role, and everyone jumped into action. And I think you've seen the great job that the men and women of the Boston Police Department did, jumping into that crowd, putting tourniquets on people who needed it, great response by our officers. And it's tragic. We lost three beautiful children that day on the street, and it's a memory that I'll always have when, when I return to that scene. Did it surprise you that when the state of emergency was declared, the lockdown of the city was declared, that everybody complied pretty much? You know, it it really did. I was out in Watertown. I had been out there since 1 o'clock in the morning, John, and I knew at 5.30 in the morning that they had made the call to shut down the T. But honestly, I was out there running around all day with the tactical teams and our officers out there that I wasn't really aware what was going on behind the scenes. I, I didn't know how... The city reacted. All I was concerned with on that day was catching that second suspect. But as far as Watertown goes, it it was amazing how many people complied with our wishes. We didn't see one person out walking all day. 
the people of Watertown were super. You know, they were opening up their homes, letting us use their bathrooms, asking if we want anything to eat. And so we were busy all day that I had really no idea the extent of the lockdown, to tell you the truth, because we were focused on finding that second suspect all day. You described the level of cooperation once the bombing happened, but uh, many reports have looked at the extent to which law enforcement agencies share information. And in many ways, that might have been a problem here. We saw that in 9-11 down in New York. We've seen that again and again with sharing of information, even within the federal government. What do you make of the lack of sharing of information as a contributing factor here? Well, you know, we've gotten very good at sharing information. You know, we have our Boston Regional Intelligence Unit every day that brings in a lot of our partners. We have the Joint Terrorism Task Force. In this particular case, I know there's a lot of controversy on could the FBI have shared that information better. You know, I know Commissioner Davis was dealing with that issue, but we had no intelligence going into that day that there was any threat to that race. And I think if we did... Obviously, it would have been a whole different game plan. But, uh, you know, since that time, obviously, the information sharing has gotten a lot better. You know, we speak daily with the FBI on our our intelligence calls. I mean, years past, police agencies would share nothing. And so this particular case, and I I don't want to be Monday morning quarterbacking. Could the FBI have done a better job? I, I don't really know. But I know since that time, it's improved greatly. Take me to race day a week from now. What will you be doing? And if you see a mom waiting for a son or daughter to run past, and you notice that they're a little bit scared, they're a little bit apprehensive, what do you say to them to reassure them about the preparations this time around? Well, again, the message I've been sending out, and I have been all along, is we expect this to be a, a super day. The day it's always been, the Boston Marathon, the most premier marathon in the world. We want to return it to what it's always been, and we're going to have plenty of undercover officers out there. We're going to have uniform presence, plenty of cameras. So we're very confident in the plan we have. So if I see someone out there, our style has always been to reassure everyone. I don't want that Copley Square, the Boston area, to look like an armed camp. So we're going to try to low-key all our assets so people don't feel that like it's a police state. I don't want them to look up and see policemen on top of buildings with rifles. I don't want those long guns out. That's the presence we're going to have. It's, we're going to be all over the place. We're going to be on everything, but not to the point that people should fear us. You know, things are tense. I mean, my wife and my child were there last year, and I think pe- some people are going to be hesitant to come into the area, but all I can do is reassure them that we have a great plan. We have eyes and ears on our whole route in Boston, and they should have nothing to be afraid about. You going to run? No. Uh, you know, I love running. I've done 46 marathons. I had signed up back six months ago with the same hope to run it, to prove to everyone that we won't be intimidated. But, you know, November 1st, Mayor Menino put me as acting commissioner. And then my, Mayor Walsh, who's a great mayor, you know, he, he, he put me here. And my role, unfortunately, now is to make sure the day goes well. On game day, and I, I got the utmost confidence in our men and women. A lot of responsibility, a different kind of marathon this year for Boston Police Commissioner William Evans. Good luck and thanks so much. Well, thank you. 
Later in the hour, when can a community finally see the marks left on everyone by tragic events? There's a spiritual quality of character regarding how people bounce back and plenty of science. We'll talk about both later this hour.